Have you ever wondered if it was time to get help with your health? Have you ever thought you wanted to find a health practitioner but didn't know how to find a good one? If so, this episode is for you. On today's show, we're going through the four ways to know it's time to get help, plus four ways you can know how to find your own health practitioner and a good one. I'm so excited to bring this episode today, and in it, I share both experiences I've had in my own health journey of finding a good health practitioner, specifically a chiropractor in my case, as well as bringing in other examples from other areas of our lives of how we make buying decisions and how when we make a buying decision about a health practitioner, it actually isn't too different. It does not need to be a scary process, and you can be one step closer to having a happier and healthier you. Welcome to the Better Belly Podcast, where we find freedom from food restrictions, we increase energy in our lives, and we begin to feel more healthy and vibrant than ever by finding the root causes of our health problems. My name is Allison Jordan. I'm a marathon runner, functional medicine, health coach, certified craniosacral therapist, gut health nerd, lover of Jesus, and owner of Better Belly Therapies, a clinic based in Ann Arbor, Michigan, that works with both virtual and local clients to help them achieve the best health of their life. I am here to walk with you on your journey to a better belly and a better life. We're going to go beyond popping a probiotic and just checking out our poop. In this show, we are going to go deep into gut transformation strategies that last for your entire life. If you are ready to feel your best, get ready to roll. You are in the right place. And just as a reminder, this information is not meant to diagnose, manage, or treat disease. Always consult with your own health practitioner before you make any changes to your health. I remember in 2015 when I first got sick, I knew very little about health. And I remember going through what I thought was the process of getting healthy. And that included going to the doctor and changing my diet and monitoring my sleep and making sure I was moving and exercising. And I remember after about two years of that, you know, reading blogs and trying to then educate myself and go through this education process of why I wasn't getting better and what I could do to help myself get better. I came to this point where I had a problem, and my problem was a new problem I had never dealt with. I started with two years of GI problems, which was, you know, bloating and pain and inability to eat food, like quick feelings of fullness, feeling hungry, then not being able to eat a lot, and really bad constipation. That might have been honestly my number one thing going on, and uh, also on the... uh, auxiliary side of things. It didn't seem like my main thing, but it was like a bad sign. I didn't have a period. And, um, you know, kind of towards the end of those two years, I started losing my hair and I was like, oh crap, this is bad. I am not getting the nutrients I need. I'm losing hair. And at the same time, around that time, something interesting happened. I, um, started having neck pain. like, And I actually, up until that point, had slowly been developing this really stiff spine, especially in the morning, which was really weird to me. Didn't know why. Um, I was a gymnast. I'm an ex-gymnast. I did martial arts. I stretch before and after. And probably even if, even if I'm not exercising, I love stretching. And I was like, why am I so stiff? Had no idea why. And eventually, I just had this really bad neck pain, and it was worse in the morning after I woke up, and I remember thinking, um, I just need a pillow. I need a really good pillow, and I don't want to just buy any pillow at the store or off of Amazon. Um, I want a chiropractor to recommend me a pillow. And so I suddenly had this moment where I was like, I know I need to get help. <laughs> and it was this onset of a new problem that I knew enough about. Like I, I was a gymnast and I was in massage therapy school. I knew enough about all this stuff to just say me having this chronic pain in my neck is really not good, really needs to be delved deeply into. And I'd already had about two years of doctors not being able to help me. So I was like, 
I'm going to skip going to the doctor's office for this, and I'm going to go to a chiropractor. When I first went to the chiropractor, the first person I found was who I went to because I have this problem where um, I don't know if you guys have ever heard of this. There's something called a Colby assessment. It's a personality thing typically used for in business. And I'm, I'm both a fact finder and something called a quick start. So I like research. I love research, but then I also kind of love just doing something and, and, and just starting something. And so that was what I did in this case. Instead of doing research, I just went to somebody and I was like, kind of like fix me. And it ended up not being a great situation. And that is what this today's episode is about, which is the two things that I experienced and what I just explained. And what I see a lot of you know people who are going through a health journey experiencing is that they are going through part A, which is, do I need a... Do I need help? You know, how do I get help? Um, which is what I was going through with the whole like GI stuff, which I I don't know why I didn't consider getting outside help. I think I just thought that I couldn't get better. I really thought, well, if a nutritionist can't help me and a doctor can't help me um, and all of my blogs and diet restrictions can't help me, I guess I can't be helped. So that was that was just misinformation. That was me lacking information. And I had this, this kind of moment where things clicked and I actually learned something new or I was able to actually access knowledge I had, um, a small amount of knowledge about the neck and how muscles work and how pain works and was able to say, okay, I know in this situation I need to get a get help. So to, in today's episode, we're going to talk about how to know when it's time for help, part A, and then B, how to choose your help that you're going to get, how to find a health practitioner you want to work with. Because um, in, in this part B of my story, the first person I went to was not so great. And um, I know that a lot of times that, that, that fear can either A, burn someone, like I definitely got burned on that where I'm like, do I want to go to another chiropractor after this? I did end up going to another one who was very helpful but we definitely can get burned. And then we can also just never pull the trigger like, oh my gosh, what if I choose someone who's not helpful or steals all my money or, or, you know, those are probably the two worst things you, you don't get better and you have less money. Like, um, and that's like that fear can actually on its own, keep someone from keep us from getting help. And so we're going to talk about those two things on the podcast today, because they are so, so crucial and critical to really getting breakthrough in, in our health. And if you have haven't listened to the five phases podcast episode. It is episode 32, right before this episode, where I talk about the five phases to becoming a self-led healer. And that is, you know, we're we're kind of in phase three. When you're considering getting help, you're typically in phase three where you haven't gotten any results or honestly the results you want from from your own personal endeavors and, and the traditional conventional healthcare route of like doctors and stuff. So you guys ready? I'm so excited for this episode. Um, I was just so jazzed as I was writing it up and dreaming it up. And let's get going. So how to know when it's time for help. Part one or part one. Step one, number one, you want a solution faster. So you have a problem that you're not getting results on on your own or like your results are kind of minimal or you feel like sluggish. You Maybe you've plateaued. Um, and when I say fast, like, yes, we want results fast. And what I find is a limitation when you're like, Allison, I do want results fast. That's me. What I find is that some people's, a lot of times I get clients either talking to me or I see people online talking about, I want results fast. And they think fast is like a day or a week. <laughs> um, and the magnitude I'm saying when I say fast is not a day or a week. The magnitude I'm comparing is like years of pain, like my two years um, up to like decades. I have clients I've worked with who who are like, Allison, I've been struggling with this for 20 years. I mean, decades of struggling with something comparing to about six to 12 months, six to 12 months being a very, like very thorough healing. So with that note, I will say I have had clients see pretty much immediate improvement in up to like three days to starting working together. Um, and But at the same time, even though they can see those results in like three days, like that's fast. It's not their full healing. It's not their complete healing. So it's not like they get to three days and then they don't have to do anything anymore because they're done. No, it takes about, again, six to 12 months to get like that really com complete deep healing where then they don't need to constantly maintain and, and um, 
like take all these extra supplements and and have a more rigid diet like they have a much more broad life it's it's a much, it's like kind of putting a cast on it takes about depends on the break maybe three to six months maybe less maybe more and then you know you take the cast off and then healing's not even done after you take the cast off because you have to re-strengthen the muscle and all that and it's exactly the same with functional medicine that you really you put on this kind of this you go through a time period where you're going through intense um intense treatment and intense addressing things and you change a lot of stuff in your life maybe um but then but then you actually can go back and not things not be so intense like that cast so that's what I mean by fast. And we're comparing. And so the interesting thing is that when we can get discouraged when maybe you go to someone one appointment and you're like, I don't feel better. Well, like, I'm not talking that fast. <laughs> I am talking about uh, faster than a year or a decade. And a lot of times people will wait years or decades before they're like, hmm, haven't gotten results. I want it fast. But that is the very first thing that comes to mind when you are considering getting help, when you're like, is it time for help? The answer is yes, if you want quicker results. When I went to the chiropractor, I didn't, I don't remember how long it took me to start feeling better. Um, And I'm going to use my chiropractor story this whole uh, episode to just compare every single point that I'm recommending and, and downfalls you might run into or wins you might run into. So with him, I don't remember when I found the chiropractor who actually helped me. Um, I just don't remember how long it took me to feel better. I remember it took longer than maybe I wanted, but I also remember thinking, um, I want it to work. I don't want it to be fast and then like come back. I want it to work. I want it to work like long term. And so I remember slowly improving. I remember um, doing exercises this chiropractor gave me, including something called a neck hang where I literally hung my neck like off of a coffee table for 15 minutes um, to help my ligaments like loosen up. There has to, using a process called hysteresis, but that hurt excruciatingly. It was not fun. I mean, brought tears to my eyes. And I remember thinking like, if I wasn't being told this was helping me, I would for sure think this was hurting me. Um, and that was kind of like, that can happen when you first start working with a, with a, with any practitioner, they can ask you to do something and it might hurt at first. Like, um, if you've been, if you have candida and you go on a low carb diet, like you are going to have intense cravings for carbs because candida really loves carbs and, and it's going to, and it's actually going to send you signals to your brain using, um, with chemicals, um, via the neuroendocrine communication system in our body. And, and you're going to really have harsh cravings and you're going to tell your, your practitioner, I think you're killing me. (laughs) Um, and, and they're like, I'm not, but, but the candida in you pretty much doesn't like this. And so, it is actually possible when you want a faster solution, you might not feel good immediately and heck, you might even feel worse immediately and that's not bad. So, but wanting results faster, very first thing that causes people or that I would say, if you want results faster, go find somebody. Number two, you have a problem and you want a deeper solution. So like maybe right now you're doing massage and diet change, you're seeing a nutritionist and a doctor and you've had some improvement, but it's minimal. So you've plateaued. Um, again, this is a hundred percent phase three of the five phases to becoming a self-led healer, uh, which I call hunker or hide. Listen to the episode, um, episode 32, if you want to hear about it, there's a link in the show notes, which we'll be adding in, but, um, you, you've superficially scratched the surface by like maybe massaging muscles out, but muscles get tight when there's a deeper problem typically. So if a bone's out of place or an organ is upset, like we know that for example, kidney dysfunction can make our quadratus lumborum muscles tight. You or like, Alison, I don't care what that is. It's it's a low back muscle. And so it feels like your low back is on fire. Um, maybe not on fire, but really stiff. And it could be a kidney thing. So organs can affect our muscles. So, so don't just keep getting massages. You want a deeper solution. So you want to get to the root cause. Um, and ways that you can know if you're in this this phase where you're actually not getting at the root cause or you, and, and you don't, you're not getting to the deeper problem is you wrestle with thoughts like these. If you are having thoughts like, maybe this is the healthiest I'll ever be, that's discouragement and that's a lie, um, you you can get better. Everybody I work with who who is gotten stuck and plateaued, they have gotten better. Um, you also might struggle with thoughts like, maybe it's my fault I'm this way. And that's shame. Like, I, I probably am not doing something perfectly. I, I'm not eating the perfect diet or I'm, I'm missing something. I used to 
it chronically plagued me. What did I eat? Like, why do I feel so bad today? I probably ate something wrong. And that that's harsh on us, on us psychologically. Um, and that is not anything I want for anyone. And it's, it's a sign you're not getting at the deeper problem. If you're having that thought, you're not getting at the deeper problem. And it is a sign it's time to work with somebody who can help you get to the deeper problem. Another thought you might be having is if I just do this thing right, like my nutrition right or my exercise right or my fitness routine, my body will stop having symptoms. This is kind of similar to the first one, but this is just operating off of incorrect information and again, like really, really blaming ourselves for our problem. And that, it, like me having a parasite... <laughs> Um, which if you, if you're new to the podcast, welcome. I had a parasite, um, for five years and I found it in 2020, um, thanks to no one other than myself. Um, but, but me having a parasite wasn't my fault. Like, and, and the fact that the parasite was affecting me was, and the fact that I had to then, you know, it, it manifested in leaky gut and needing to diet change and diet restrict and all this stuff. Like, wasn't I wasn't my fault that I couldn't get rid of it. I just didn't know I had it and I didn't know how to get rid of it, which uh, I then found out I had it, did get rid of it, feel much better. Um, and then, so those are thoughts you might be wrestling with that are a sign you're not getting at the deeper problem and is then a sign that it's time to get help so that somebody else can help find that deeper problem. The chiropractor I went to helped me find a deeper problem other than, than my muscles. I was like muscle savvy, knew it wasn't my muscles, wasn't going to get massages for, rest, for the rest of my life to superficially deal with my problem. And he dealt with it on a deep, 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 deep level. So symptom wise, if you're in this in this phase, you might have to work really hard to stay at your status quo, which usually isn't an amazing place anyways. And your symptoms pop up even when you're doing everything right. Um, so some days are better, some days are worse. And it may even seem like it has nothing to do with, you know, anything. Like some days are worse and better, even though you're doing the exact same thing. You woke up at the same time, you went to bed at the same time, you ate the same food. Um, and that's a sign that you need a deeper solution. Number three, you want a solution that works. So you have a problem and you have no idea how to solve it or even what it is. Like you can't do it yourself. So, um, you know, you can't give yourself acupuncture. You can't give yourself chiropractic care. Um, there's some things you just can't DIY in health. Uh, you can't run your own labs. Like that's, that's what we do in our work. That's what I have chosen to do and focus on is running labs to find the deeper problem going on in people. And so um, you want a solution that works is a huge reason to find a practitioner. And lastly, you want a solution with support. So maybe you have a problem you feel like you have a solution to, but you just can't do it on your own. So um, health coaches help people work through what it means to change your diet and talk to your family about it and get rid of foods in your pantry that aren't helping you. They're not supporting you and, and overcome, um, mindsets and self-hatred maybe, or, um, just habits and, and help develop new habits. Those are health coaches are like amazing for that. And we do a little bit of health coaching in our work. Um, we don't focus on it as much it's, and it's definitely not the only thing we do because we don't want to just health coach, um, we really focus on clients, um, and, and this is if this is you, this is who we help. <laughs> People who who don't need to help with how to change, but they don't want to know what to change, and they just don't know what to change. That is what we specialize in. Um, but like, if you have a problem, you can't support on your. You can't fix on your own, like maybe training your muscles. You know, I just want to get stronger. You, you get a personal trainer or you get a trainer to help you with your marathon training or you can't do adjustments on your own. You can't maybe do your own acupuncture. You have a solution and you need support. So those are the four things that you can look at if you're like, is it time to get help? Um, you Do you want a solution that's faster? Do you want a solution that's deeper? Do you want a solution that works? Or do you want a solution with support? All right, that's that's pretty straightforward. If any of that resonated with you and if you've been holding out on getting help, one other thing that might be going on is you're like, I'm holding out, not because... I'm, maybe you're telling yourself, I don't think I need help, but really maybe the deeper problem is I don't even know who to who to find or how to search for them. Like that's a major problem. What I realized is even for myself, let alone for many other people, is that we're taught to 
how, how to search for a car. Like somehow we learn how to buy a car along the way. Um, and maybe some people are better at it than others. I know like my dad, first off, my dad loves, he like enjoys the car searching process. That is not my case, um, but he loves it. And my dad taught me how to search for a car. Um, and so honestly, what I'm about to say about searching for a car, I learned from my dad. But you know, the first thing you do is you decide your budget or you kind of figure out like, what do I want to throw at this? And then you also figure out what your top priorities are. So um, those two inform each other. Like if I have a top priority that this car is going to last me the next 20 years and is going to have take care of my children I'm going to have or whatever, like it could change. Do I get a minivan or an SUV? Do I, or not an SUV, um, a, oh gosh, my car knowledge is now the car like a, a four-door not a, not a minivan the smaller car wow that's so bad um i'm just gonna be straight up honest i'm not great with cars so it might change if you get a minivan or a smaller car or a bigger car um if you're like do i want this car to carry children in it you know how long do i want this car to last um what type of amenities are important to me do i really are you somehow upgrading your car are you going from like your first car ever out of college to like maybe a nicer car so do you want a sunroof or leather chairs or heated seats because you live in the in the north and it's cold up here um you figure out what your biggest things are what type of mileage do you want on it do you love toyota and trust them and you don't want to buy um, something else. And so do you want a hybrid? Holy cats, that really changes really quickly all the numbers you're thinking about with budget. So the top, your top priorities inform your budget and your budget informs your top priorities. And that is step one in how you find a good practitioner um, is, is you actually figure that out. And I find that this is step one. And sometimes people never enter this step because they don't even want to think about spending money. If that is the case, we are actually going to be spending a whole episode on that because um, I'm just realizing more and more, the more I talk with people, the more I realize that money is a huge part of, of this complex with health. It's Money's a complex with everything in many ways. It's how much am I going to spend on out when I'm at a restaurant? How much am I going to spend on a, on a house? Um, how much am I going to spend on clothing? And we want to be wise. Like ultimately, um, there's all these services out here to help us learn how to spend money. And they're great. But then I'm realizing no one's teaching us how to learn how to spend money on our health. And no one's definitely, I'm not hearing many people talk about how to prepare, how to prepare to spend for your health. Um, so if, if you're like, gosh, Allison, you're already talking about money. I just want my health insurance to cover for it. We have an episode where we talk about why we have such a hard time investing in our health. Um, and so we're going to put a link in the show notes for that. But then, um, if you, we're going to have another show coming up where we talk about money mindset and like what are some of the deeper things going on with scarcity mindset and other things like that and how we can really embrace thinking about money and 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 becoming friends with money as a part of our health journey because we can't avoid the fact that that food costs money whether it's organic or inorganic and um and dumbbells cost money and running shoes cost money like health anything you're doing for health costs money if you get new skin products skincare products and even if you're not doing anything new or different like the fact that you buy toothpaste that's health it costs you money so um so that's what I'm going to have you do. Like maybe step one, you're like, okay, I am looking for help. I'm listening to podcasts. I'm listening to blogs. I'm not getting results in my health. If you're not getting results, I would say that's an automatic reason to start thinking about step one and finding a practitioner. Determine your budget and decide your top priorities. So when searching for your top priorities, what I want to, my, my big hint or my big key for this part of number one, finding your top priorities is don't think about your symptoms because every health practitioner out there is built around solving symptoms, right? So ev like there's, you're never going to find someone who's like, I'm, I can't help with your headaches. Like if, <laughs> if they are built to help he with headaches and if they've advertised that they help with headaches, that's what they do. So you're not going to determine if you um, what your top priorities are with health practitioner by what they fix, but rather by this. So I'm going to give an example. When I was looking for a chiropractor, the first guy I went to um, had a really bad experience and the experience went like this. Um, he asked me, you know, I got an evaluation. He gave me a couple cracks and told me what his evaluation was. And like, this is what I'm seeing going on. I even got x-rays, all that jazz. And um, he 
then asked me, are you paying with cash or insurance? And I thought that I my insurance could pay for it. This was just a me not knowing a lot at the time I was young. Um, and, and I said, I'm paying with insurance. And he's like, okay. Um, and he's like, so I'm going to, we're going to charge you. You're going to pay. And then you're going to bill your insurance and your insurance will pay you back. I'm like, great. I'm going to submit a claim. I know how to do that. And so we went to submit the claim and, um, I found out that I couldn't cover and chiropractic care was not covered by my insurance. So I go back to the guy. I'm like, Hey, it's not covered. Um, and, and he, he goes like, oh, um, if you don't pay with your insurance, we charge you something different for paying cash. And it was like a significantly smaller amount. And I remember thinking, um, I actually was like, that's kind of weird. Like, shouldn't it be the same price across board? And I talked to my dad about it, who's a who's a doctor. And he goes, whoa, that is that's illegal. You actually have to charge people the same that you charge their insurance. And so, um, and that's something that people do a lot because they can get away with um, getting more money from insurance, uh, but then they try to get clients by making it cheaper if they're cash paying. I mean, it's just really ugly stuff. And so I immediately terminated with this guy. Um, We, I don't even remember if I like tried to get money back or anything from him. It was just like really bad taste in my mouth. And I was like, okay, we're going to find someone better. So I remember sitting back down and having a conversation with myself and saying, what are my top priorities? And so I had two top priorities. One was that they are honest uh, with about money. They're straightforward about money. And the second thing is that they are, um, that the whoever I work with as a chiropractor, that they give muscle strengthening and stretching exercises. And I just didn't bother thinking about it in advance of what I wanted. But the reason I wanted that and I knew I wanted it was because I was in massage therapy school. And I believed um, from all my training that muscles hold bones in place. And if a bone is out of place, that a muscle, mm, there's a reasonable likelihood that a muscle is too tight or too weak. And so the bone has shifted because it's being pulled by the muscle or it's not being supported by the muscle. So then it shifts in a different direction, either toward the muscle or away from it. So I was like, I need to reform my musculature to also support every time the chiropractor cracks a bone. Otherwise, I will be in a a nonstop cycle of a crack, being cracked and kicked out is what I call it with the chiropractor. And so I had enough knowledge that those are my two things. That was it. I wanted someone who was honest and I wanted someone who gave muscle strengthening and stretching exercises. So now I had a concept of what I wanted and I actually didn't have any idea how much it would cost. And the reason for that is one, I wasn't sure if insurance was going to cover it at this point. And the second thing was that I, unfortunately, a lot of medicine is, is that numbers are just not straightforward. They're either like not on the website or it's covered by insurance and insurance definitely does not, you don't know how much it's going to cover. It's just the whole thing's in my mind kind of frustrating. And so uh, because of that, and I think because of that in general, I am so sympathetic, and I want to just add this in here. I'm so sympathetic with the fact that when we go to buy a car, if you say, I want to, I want a, my budget is $6,000, you might have a reasonably good idea how much car you get for $6,000. It's not probably going to have, it's probably not going to be super young car. It's probably not going to be under a certain mileage. It might not have leather seats, like all these different things just for $6,000. And so, um, but but in medicine we just don't have that as as easily it is much harder to to know like well how much is like the good people versus the not good people because the truth is is there's good practitioners out there and they're like the $25,000 car and then there's bad practitioners out there and they're like the $3,000 car that is a hundred percent possible and that's a reality that we don't realize we think that every practitioner okay we I thought, and I think, and I really feel like I come across a lot of people when they talk to me, when they send me DMs, or when I'm talking to them um, about our process, um, that it's, I'm hearing this, everybody, shouldn't everybody cost the same? And that is, that's not true because you buy different amounts. You're buying someone's time, their expertise, their ability to actually solve your problem. And really more than anything, you're, you're buying their ability to solve your problem. Um, like you don't, I don't want to, I don't care if someone gives me 10 hours of their time, but only fixes my problem 10%. I would much rather work with someone who works with me for, you know, 
five hours or three hours of their total time with me, but actually gives me the right solution because they run labs or because they do a better analysis or because they give me exercises to do at home. I would much, much rather pay more for an actual answer that works opposed to less, even if I'm getting more time. Um, So that's another thing to kind of weigh out. Um, If you, but what I would recommend, if you're trying to get an idea of like, wow, this is my budget. Um, This is how much, these are my top priorities for a practitioner. I want a practitioner who um, you can think about like, do you want health coaching support? What do you want in, in, in your work? Do you want mental health counseling? Do you want body work? Do you want somebody who's familiar with the connection between our body and our emotions? So like, will they be able to do somato emotional work with you? Or do they look deeper into your body, into biochemical things that you can't see? We call them invisible stressors because you can't see a parasite. You can't see your um, your acid, your stomach acid levels, which low stomach acid can cause like low calcium levels, low zinc levels, low B12, low calcium. So people can have chronically low calcium or whatever. And some people just say, here's a supplement. And the problem is they have low stomach acid. So you can't see those things, but you can run a lab and find them out. So figure out what you want from your practitioner. Um, and, and like, like either not just, not just symptom relief, but do you want them to be straightforward with money? Do you want them to have a payment plan? Um, do you want them to do certain modalities? Um, and for me, I wanted a very specific modality or, or kind of mix of, of ways to address something? Do you want support? Do you want them to coach you along? Do you want them to give you home exercises? Kind of figure out how they work. Um, and so lastly, then figure out, Google something, try to figure out, get an idea of how much this might be costing you. And really, realistically, when I'm seeing, I will just say when I see good health solutions, it costs more than a $1,000. When I see really good health solutions, it is going to cost more than $1,000. It is often closer to $2,000 total, and then it goes up from there. And that's just the truth. That person's expertise, that person's time, the the, the, the time that they're with you, that, again, that six to 12-month process, and then getting results. That That is it. You're about getting results. You're not about the time. You're not about the money. You're about the results. So number one, figure out what your top priorities are. Number two, get realistic about what your budget can get you. And again, um, I actually looked up real quick on Google how much something costs. And I, I found a page for functional practitioners, and they just had listed out some of the top labs that they run. Uh, first off, their labs cost more than mine. They use even fancier labs than me. So I was laughing at the fact that I was like, wow, mine look really cheap compared to these people. Um, and... At the bottom of their page, they say, if you opt to work with a functional medicine provider, part of the benefit is getting access to an interpretation of specialty lab testing and diagnostics you aren't going to get from your conventional doctor. And that's it. That's all they say. So they're basically saying you're paying for what you get. Step three, research and review. So now you have an idea of how much your practitioner will cost. You know what your main objectives are, like the your, your top priorities and what you want from your practitioner. And you start looking at websites. You make initial visits. When I was looking for a chiropractor, I remember making so many visits. I was kind of sick of it, but I learned a lot. And I actually learned about a lot about the chiropractors in our area. And I honestly also know who not to refer to um, when I went to visit their office. Like there were plenty of people's offices I went to that seemed fancy, that seemed like they served a lot of people. And I just remember kind of thinking like, are your people actually getting results? Because these people didn't give anybody training on how to do muscle strengthening and stretching. Stretching was like so clearly key in my held beliefs of what I, how I believe the body works and what I wanted from a practitioner that like that was that was a huge turnoff. And that was like the main way that I was deciding if I went to see someone is I would ask them like, do you give any strengthening or stretching exercises to help people's muscles? And a lot of people were like, no, why would we do that? Um, the last thing I did is I talked to friends and that was how I found my chiropractor. And the funny thing is, is um, 
the way it happened is like everybody at my church knew I was looking for a chiropractor because I kept on asking for people. And I had a friend of mine who's a nurse and she came up to me. She's like, are you looking for a chiropractor? And I was like, yeah. She's like, well, I work with another nurse whose husband is a chiropractor and he's apparently really good. And she said, I actually know that he gives muscle strengthening and stretching exercises. And when she said this, I like remember looking at her. We were we were actually like eating eating lunch together at like a big function. I like kind of paused and I was like, no way. Like, like I was like, wait, how do you know this? Because she she wasn't a client of his or anything. And um, I uh, was like, are, are you sure he does? Like, just thought I found a unicorn because I think I went to like five chiropractors to try, like, do their initial appointment. I was just crazy. Um, and so I, <laughs> I remember thinking this guy's a unicorn really being like, is he actually, does he actually do muscle strengthening and stretching exercises? Like, how would my friend know? And I went in and he did. And it was, it was great. I mean, it it felt totally different than all the other research I had done for chiropractors, both like looking at people's websites as well as the visits I had been doing. And so um, the other thing is, is about this guy is that my second thing that I wanted was the person to be very straightforward about cost. So this guy um, doesn't work with insurance. And I remember kind of being like, oh, drat and being a little turned off by that. But the other thing is like, he was the only person who had what I wanted. And I was like, am I really going to let that turn me off? And so when you're thinking about a car, if you have this like one thing you want, you want a hybrid. um, I don't even know if there's any good like because there's so many high, it's not like you're going to find one hybrid car in a lot. But if you want a hybrid, I don't even know like how to compare it. It was just like, it was this unicorn moment. If you find this unicorn car and it's like a couple thousand or 5,000, I don't know how much, if it's basically just more than your budget, are you going to, to say like, no, I'm not going to get it. You're like, usually if this is a unicorn car, it's this one thing you've been looking for that you didn't know if it even existed and you find it like you're, you're kind of sold. You're like, no, 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 no. I'm going, I don't, I don't want to give this car up. I don't want to buy anything less than it. And that's what I decided. Um, I remember actually having a interesting conversation with this chiropractor, um, where he, I, I remember him seeing the number, him breaking down how they got their number. He was very sweet. He was like, you either get 5%, if you pay it off all at once, you get 5% off or you um, pay a monthly plan. We want, we don't want cost to be a barrier. Um, and I remember kind of looking at the number and him saying in this really kind way, like, how much is your neck worth to you? And I remember looking at the number, which I think for me, I, I needed a lot of rehab. So it was like 18 weeks of treatment or something. And um, and what I liked about him is like, we're actually going to have an episode where he comes on because I really like their method so much, um, his office's method, uh, that I really want people to be exposed to it. Um, but he had this in treatment plan where it lasts a certain number of weeks to get your bones to shift every millimeter that he thinks he can get out of it. And that takes, that only takes a certain amount of time. You don't need to see a chiropractor twice a week for the rest of your life. Like you don't. Um, but you go through, I went through an intense period. It was probably like 18 weeks. It was a really long treatment. Um, like my husband did the same treatment, but he only needed eight weeks because <laughs> he wasn't as broken as I was. And, um, and I looked at the number and it was probably in like the 2000 to 3000 range. And I remember thinking, oh my gosh, my neck is worth way more than 2000 or $3,000. And it just shifted my perspective. And I had this moment where I was like, my research and review is, is I've been thorough. I've done due diligence. I've found other people. I found people I don't want. I've also know that there's not a bunch of other people out here like this guy. And I'm not just going to find somebody else. So he's what I want. I want my neck fixed. I want it fixed well and deeply and properly. He's it. And I just, I signed. So research and review step three, it can take a while. You might end up talking to a couple people, um, but but usually it leads to step four. <laughs> and step four is something I made up, but I call it the ideal practitioner moment. Do you get an ideal practitioner moment with this person? And this is what this moment is like. Um, it basically saying, do I want to throw money at this person? And maybe you've never had that experience. That's something that I feel deep in my body when I find someone I really like. I get this like, like I just want to throw money at you because you're so amazing and and like, here, have my money, fix me. 
And so you may have literally never experienced this with a health practitioner, but I guarantee it, you have had this experience in your life. So for number one, say you are like trying to, you're, you're about to buy food. Honestly, food's the most common experience. You've actually had an ideal, not practitioner, but like an ideal situation moment where when you buy a, you're like really hungry and you buy a sandwich and you're not eating the sandwich thinking, oh my gosh, this cost me $5 or $10. You're thinking, oh my gosh, I'm hungry and the sandwich is amazing. And like you threw money at Subway or you threw money at somebody to fix your problem. My husband and I, we really value eating out because we're really able to talk deeply with each other and we love the cultural experience of like tasting different food and like the sensory experience of being with other people and in like a space like my husband loves that uh, even more than I do but then we both really value it and so we have a a, a budget that we have developed where we are intentionally eating out um, that's actually a sign we know of, of even our marriage being healthy, just kind of fun fact is like, are we able to get time away to, to eat at a restaurant and talk? Because that's a really good and really important bonding moment for us. And so we have a budget for it. And occasionally we will go and have a more expensive meal. That's like maybe $80 total or something. Um, and we, we don't, we're not having that experience wherever we're paying our money at, like, oh my gosh, can't believe this costs $80. How did we get here? Um, we knew what we were getting into. We knew the cost of the restaurant. We knew what we were buying. We were buying maybe alcohol or we were buying um, the the atmosphere. We're buying the quality of service. We're buying the fanciness of the food. Maybe it's grass-fed beef or maybe it's um, like just cooked really, really well. Um, and so and that's and I, that's that's the same moment where we're like and and I love like we love tipping really well because we just love being able to say thank you so much for your service and we want you to feel you our server to feel the the benefit of being in this relationship with us where we are we're experiencing something amazing and you're experiencing something amazing and so money becomes this beautiful transition and and you can even hear me I'm going to have a deeper podcast episode on money because money can be beautiful money is like an energy flow and when we're when we're holding our money tight and we're like I don't know I'm really scared I don't I don't know if I want to buy this or I'm afraid or I don't feel competent or I don't feel like this other person's competent. Um, like that, that is a really tight, uncomfortable, kind of scary place to be both with our health and our money because now we just feel generally asphyxiated like, oh, I don't know what to do. We're really ideally, when you're having this ideal um moment with with I've given food but then you can have it you've had you might have had it with a car where you feel that you find that car and you're like this is the car this is my next car I'm trying I think I have a friend who recently bought a car after hers just bottomed out and she decided to like kind of invest a little bit more in her next car and she loves that car it means so much to her she's like you want to see my car like she doesn't say like and then like she's not saying oh my gosh I can't believe how much this car cost me like it cost more than the car she had before but she's so excited like she loves getting in the car she loves driving the car she loves its functionality she loves showing her car um and that's that's how we should feel about that is really how I want to feel and that's how I often feel when I find a new health practitioner that I want to work with with. I'm like, oh my gosh, like I love my health practitioner. Do you, I want to tell you about them. They're so amazing. I'm not like, oh my gosh, my acupuncturist costs so much money or something. Right. Um, and so you should feel that way whenever you work with someone, like you might be scared. I remember when I put down that money for the chiropractor, there was like this, like, whooshing feeling in me because I had never spent that much money. So that was new. Um, and I was like, whoosh, like there was that, that like almost like I don't know, bungee jumping, like you're jumping off a ledge, you know, you're attached and you're safe, but like you just jumped off a ledge. That's scary. Um, and so if it is your first time ever spending that much money, period, let alone spending that much money on your health, there will be a higher fear factor or a higher, I don't know, adrenaline factor. Um, but that's not bad. It doesn't mean you made a bad choice. And really the way you change fear physiologically is excitement without the breath. Literally, it's the same it's the same physiological experience, but when you're afraid, you stop breathing. Um, it's like a it's like a deer in the headlights moment, um, or it's also a safety mechanism. Like you stop breathing because you like if you were hiding from a predator, you don't want to be heard. 
I'm really getting deeply deep into this, guys. But then excitement is like, imagine a roller coaster. Instead of hold, you might hold your breath, but you also might scream, right? Like, ah! and that's letting out your breath. That is excitement. And so you can actually transition a fear moment into excitement simply by choosing to breathe, maybe smile a little. So um, when you find that practitioner who fits your values, your belief system, like my belief system is muscles, Muscles hold bones in place, and you find somebody who who is going to get you what you want, the results, at the budget, etc. And like you might find a practitioner that maybe you can't buy everything they have, but like in my in our work, we actually have different packages because we realize some people like as much as they want the the full package they just can't buy everything all at once and so we start them on a smaller package it comes our our lowest package is one lab we one we run one amazing lab and we get the results we can from that and then we can run more labs but um so that being said, it might not be an all or nothing thing when it comes to your health because health health comes in layers. A car is like an all or it's an all or nothing some experience. Food is all or nothing. You don't pay like half of your bill. But like health, maybe you do a little bit a little bit by little bit. Like you pay in monthly payments or whatever it is. Um so that is the ideal practitioner moment with cars and food. And when it comes to the actual person, a lot of times there's just this feeling of like, I really, I'm so excited I found you. You are a unicorn or you, I really trust you. I really jive with you. Sometimes it's all in relationship. I don't want I don't think it should always be just like, does this person make me feel nice? Because they can still maybe not serve you the best. But there's also like, do I like, no, trust this person? Um, do I do I feel comfortable in their presence? Things like that. So um, that is the ideal practitioner moment where you're, you're, you're maybe aware of the money, but you're really not focused on it and you're just really excited to get working. Whenever I have clients who I know are like the perfect fit, one of the ways we find out if they're the best fit is not their symptoms. Like there are a lot of people out there I that we could help it, and based off of symptoms, um, but really a lot of times it's like, are they just over and abundantly excited to get going? And sometimes we've had to turn people down because they're like, hey, I like, I'm like, I'm sensing you're not comfortable working with us. Like, because of the cost or because of something and you're just you're not going to be happy the whole time you work with us because you're not comfortable yet so um and that might not have anything to do that that's neither here nor there but it's it's true part of having an ideal fit with a practitioner is like are you just plenty are you just happy to work with them so my homework for you is to, you know, when you're finished with this podcast or whenever you're finished with the task you're doing, like driving or laundry, whatever you do when you're listening to podcasts, you know, stop the car before you go inside or before you move on to your next task, pull out a sticky note or your journal or your phone and like sit down and really think about when when I was talking, like what are what are your ideal, what's what's the main thing you want from a practitioner? And, and maybe use the same two things as me. Um, you want somebody straightforward with their numbers and their cost. You know, for us, we actually put our numbers on our website of how much our packages are because we don't want anybody to go through sticker shock. We don't want any, nothing's underhand. Like everything's out in the open. Like this is how much our labs cost. This is how much, you know, the total package will cost. And um, you can pay, do a payment plan, all that jazz. Maybe you know that you your felt need right now is like, wow, I really want somebody to help coach me through something. Find somebody who's where coaching is a part of their program. Maybe you really want somebody who does body work as a part of their program. Find somebody who does body work as a part of their program. Um, maybe you know you have a lot of you have emotional things going on on top of that. Find somebody who does somato emotional stuff or like body work that's integrated with emotional release. Um, maybe you want to get at the deeper problem and you want labs and just write that down, like write, like write whatever's coming to mind. Maybe you're like, I really want somebody who's, I don't know, cheerful. I really want somebody who'll give me an hour of their time, you know, because a lot of times I'll find people who are one, a functional medicine doctor, but even, but functional medicine doctors, they still only give you in my, in my, in my experience. And by my experience, I mean my client's experience. I have a lot of clients who've come to me after working with functional medicine doctors who have not solved their problems. And part of that, I think, think might be because they don't spend very much time with the client. 
And so they only see them as this piece of paper where in functional diagnostic nutrition, like which is what I'm trained in, we spend usually a minimum of an hour every time we meet with somebody so that we can really be getting to know them and ask questions and 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 correlate with deeper things. So we're getting at the root problem, not at just whatever a piece of paper says or doesn't say. And so we, we really correlate. So um, write those down, figure it out, maybe put down an initial budget thing of like, you know, you could even choose your budget, not even so much, I don't know, by how much you have in savings, but by, uh, sorry, I was, I was about to see, <laughs> but you can, you can decide by like, how much is my neck worth to me <laughs> or whatever it is? How much is my belly worth to me? How much is my energy worth to me? How much is having a pain-free life worth to me? Maybe write that number down instead of just what you have in your bank account. Um, so get that idea and that is, that's your homework. And and that's a huge step. It takes self-knowledge. Health takes self-knowledge. It takes, it's, it's not just easy. It's not just someone giving you a hamburger, unfortunately. Um, <laughs> and so that will be really, really helpful. But if you are ready to jump in, if you're like, Allison, I know what I want. I'm, I'm ready to jump in. I, I, or I'm ready to start doing my research. Um, you can sign up for a 30 minute consultation call with me where we can decide if we're a good fit together. We talk about what you have going on and then we talk about how our philosophy and how we work and see if that we can find something that works for you. Also, you can check out our pricing at betterbellytherapies.com. I actually invite you to check out those pricings. We're going to put a link in the show notes below where it takes you right to our packages page. You scroll down to the bottom and you can just see our pricing. So you can you can compare it to other people. You can at least get an idea of what it typically costs to work with a functional medicine practitioner. Like our prices are not actually like that high for functional medicine at all. So um, just actually want to say, I think that what we've done is amazing work and amazing value for what, what we're charging. And so check, get that, see, check those out. If you even want to get an idea ballpark, like, huh, what does a functional medicine practitioner cost? So these, these prices are out in the open, go check them out. Betterbellytherapies.com. Click the link in the show notes. Um, It'll be under our virtual clients page. If you love this episode, we have so much more coming down the line. Subscribe so you get all of our episodes that are coming out. And if you thought of a friend while you were listening to this episode, I welcome and invite you take a screenshot of this podcast and share it with a friend. I cannot count how many times I have people tell me, oh, I know someone who needs you, a sister, a friend, a family member, a neighbor. So send that friend a love note to their gut and do us a favor and pass this podcast along to them. Other ways that you can support us is by leaving a rating and review on the Apple iTunes podcasts. It is so helpful um, so that other people can find this podcast and get find the same help that you are getting. So other ways that you can stay in the conversation with us is by following us on Instagram and Facebook at Better Belly Therapies. I love connecting with you guys and it means so much if you drop by and said hi. And lastly, remember that miracles are immediate, but healing takes time. It takes self-awareness, self-growth, and at the end of this, you get more than just fewer symptoms. You get a stronger, more confident you.